Howdy there, Sarah, and welcome to Endgame, a Riverdale podcast for two embarrassing people and also a third-person review and embarrassing show. I am your first host, Canopy Slaybed. I am your second host, Gorgon. And I am Operation Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Is it Gorgon or Gorgon? Gorgon. I don't know why I felt really weird with you saying Gorgon, even though I say Gorgon. Oh, Lord. It fits with my Greek thing. Can I tell you which char- which Greek god the characters <gasps> are? Smooth I forgot about this. <laughs> yes, tell, tell me which Greek character. I took the qu- okay. I I took the quizzes for what I best thought the characters would say about themselves. So as a sh- short little reminder, she ha- made a Percy Jackson quiz. It has twenty thousand takers. That is true. She took it as. Riverdale characters. To see what their Greek parent would be. There we go. So we have, first one I took was Archie. He got Apollo. You know what that tracks. That, yeah, it's, yeah, I think it does. Especially yeah. it Percy says, Jackson Apollo. Yes, yeah. It says music oh, fanatic. I I remember, oh my God, I remember him. Music fanatic. You feel most comfortable in being praised or rewarded for your efforts. It provoked, you can be very violent. <laughs> <laughs> Seems accurate. I know. The next one is Veronica. She got Dionysus. (laughs) (laughs) It says you're usually lighthearted and ready at any moment for a fun time. Sometimes Uh when you're angered or insulted, you become more seclusive instead of openly expressing your emotions. (laughs) You sometimes feel misunderstood, and this can lead to you shutting everyone out and becoming um, grumpy instead of showing your usual outgoing nature. (laughs) Although you don't like expressing negative emotions, you're very good at getting other people to open up to you. That's Veronica's. (laughs) That's fun. I also want to on record that I had all the gods, so not just like the main 12 ones. I had like a bunch of random tiny ones that nobody knows about, but none of the characters got those ones. They all got like big ones. The Um, next one is Betty. She got Poseidon. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Why? It says your mood can change from a soft whisper to a great (laughs) boiling crash very quickly. For those on your good side, you seem sweet, friendly, cooperative, and charismatic. Those on your bad side see a different part of you. When you're you're angered, you become difficult, greedy, and an overall pain to be around. Because of these two drastically different moods, you may need to work on keeping your temper under control. Or making sure your good side is the more prominent one. (laughs) They really just fit Dark Betty. Yeah. Uh. Wow. I mean, this is my this is my quiz. I wrote that. Yeah, yeah. I, I said so. I'm very proud of you. You. <laughs> it was like five years. Ago. I still think it's super. That's cool. real appropriate. I wanted to make a quiz, but I so, so I do you agree to. with all of them so far? One hundred percent. Those are okay. So because accurate. the next one is Jughead. Oh no! Hold on. Let me guess. He's really extra, so I'm gonna say he would pick for himself. He would pick Hades. Yeah. Yeah. That is what. Actually. That is what he got. <laughs> I'm so smart. <laughs> yeah. He got Edgelord Nico vibes. <laughs> yes. It says, um, you may be seclusive and easily angered. Once you find a person or place you like, you tend to stick with them instead of venturing out and exploring Pops. new places or people. Pops. You, you like what you have and feel no need to expand your horizons. 
You can at times be very greedy and if you're not careful become obsessed with goals you'll never achieve. <laughs> if you are careful, however, you can gain close friends who once proven loyal will be able to confide in. That's funny. Of course he gets babies. <laughs> God. Sorry, that just described like his entire season five arc and I wasn't ready for it. I know. <laughs> it really just called him like obsessed really with accurate. Betty and also yeah, Pops. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, don't... I also want to say that with Archie and Jug, we now have the sunshine grumpy dynamic. Oh, hell yeah. Which is fun. I like that. So, but I I'm feel assuming like all of those were accurate. You didn't take any for like Kevin or Ethel or people. It was you went main cast. I literally don't know what to take for Kevin because he has no personality. Besides being gay. You I mean. literally don't know what I would, how to pick anything for him. Zeus, like, I thought he's about always it. horny. No, <laughs> he's too he's too gay for that. I was um looking at the questions and there's just no fucking way for me to answer for Kevin because he doesn't have a personality. Like I don't know what to do for that. I can't. It's not possible. <laughs> I like that they all got none of them got. Well, I guess Betty got a cool god. Like Archie was diagnosed with annoying. Veronica <laughs> was diagnosed with party girl, and yeah. J- Jughead was diagnosed with edge lord, and that was it. And then you have and then you have Betty in the corner that's like, I will destroy everything you hold dear yeah, if yeah. you cross me. <laughs> I feel like it's accurate though. I do too. Betty <laughs> said she had a good side and a bad side. Jugs is edgy. What? Good job, my love. I'm Thank proud you. of you. Thank you. My hit quiz. <laughs> Take it today. No, it has enough takers. All right. So do you need me to explain? Wait, we have to do embarrassing stories. I forgot. Never sure. Mind. Yes. I can start. Mine okay. is not great. When I was like six no it was before i no it, was it doesn't matter six. how old you were i was i story. was young i was tiny i was an idiot my family sorry how old were you i and <laughs> tiny it's very important to this to my conceptualization Me. of the story ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes the number tiny my family and the family of a friend of mine i was very small actually i was always tiny we went on a skiing trip to austria um and there was a hotel we stayed at like we stayed at like a hotel and they had dinner and they had a select uh Salad buffet. (laughs) Anyway, they had like a bowl of like salad toppers, you know, the mix of seeds and shit. And me and my friend were obsessed with it. Like, we were just like shoveling seeds in our mouths and yelling bird food. Like, through the. And we were running through the restaurant, yelling at every single person that they had bird food there. It was a very small restaurant. Everyone heard us. Everyone saw us. And our parents were just like, we just ate our body weight in. Salad toppers. Let me get this right. You went to a salad bar. Saw... No, it was a, no, it was a restaurant that had like a salad bar. Yeah, you went to a salad bar. So you bar went to then. a salad yes. bar. <laughs> you saw seeds yes. and you were like that. And then you just kept taking like plates full of seeds and chomping them down. Uh-huh. <laughs> Genuinely. And then our parents were like, you can't just take seeds. You have to have like salad. And we would put like two or three leaves in there and just like shovel seeds on there. And, like, when we were getting salad, we would just, like, pour it into our hands and just, like, shovel it in our mouths on the way to the table. You, you just take a handful of seeds. It was a bowl. They ha- it was a big bowl. They had to refill it twice because of two little girls eating the shit out of those fucking seeds. I don't think I'm reacting because I was a menace when I was a child if we went to a buffet. Like, I was actually the, like, I would go in front of adults and, like, steal their things yeah. they were trying to take. Like, I was an actual problem. Like, I was this, I was, like, 
very small and I would take like plates and plates and plates of food and then not eat all of it just to have it. Like I'm a pro, so I'm just like, yeah, yeah that seems right. Yeah, but we ran around the entire restaurant telling every single fucking stranger, they have bird food here. And they were like, what the fuck is going on with you? And they're like, look at the bird food. So you like, table? Wait, wait, you went to other Yes. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. We ran around the restaurant screaming about bird seed, and my parents were just like, I hate this. I think your parents shouldn't have let you get that far, if I'm being honest. I don't know if letting your child run up to strangers eating food <laughs> is... God. Pick a number, one through nine. Six. Oh, this one is just something I witnessed. In eighth grade, I was dating this girl named Leo. We're no longer dating. Anyway, it's not this person. But um, in eighth grade, we were in a play together. It was like a play about Halloween or something. And so she played Bloody Mary. And there was a part in the play where you were trying um, to find this person's arm. And there's a part where she's Bloody Mary and she picks up the metal arm and she like points to someone with it. Yes. Um, And the first night of the play, like the First time we ever did it in front of people. We were doing the play and I'm sitting on the stage in the corner because I'm like telling a story about Bloody Mary and then she's in the middle of the stage acting it out. So I'm sitting on stage um, and she picked up the arm, which is made of like cardboard and like foam, but it's still heavy a bit. Yeah. And she turned around to point it at this tiny, tiny child who is speaking to her on stage. Like she is very small. And she turned around and accidentally hit this kid in the head. With the arm, and she went like flying. She was so small. And then we just had to continue the scene. And so Leo is standing there, like on the verge of tears, trying to continue the scene. And I was sitting in the corner, and I couldn't do anything because I had to be on stage still for the rest of the play. Like, I never leave the stage. And so I was, and everyone gasped. It was the worst thing. Like, this little girl had to get up and stand back. Up and she just kept going on with the scene. That poor little girl. And Leo was standing there, like crying, like trying to be Bloody Mary, <laughs> just crying. And then the rest of the play, I had to sit up there having a panic attack about what was going on because um, Leo exited the stage, and I just had to stay there the rest of the time, and I didn't know what was happening. It was awful. I'm so sorry. That reminds oh, me just... of the production of Frankenstein, where um, oh, yeah, David they just dropped that kid. Fully, they bring this child out and. You don't know it's a kid. You think it's a bunch of dead body parts and they have him in this duffel bag and they put him on the ground and then he emerges from the duffel bag. So they come out with the duffel bag and then one person just drops his head. Fully just yeah. drops his head. It hits, hits so on hard. the ground. No one in the audience reacts because they don't know that it's a child in there. Everyone backstage oh, is God. freaking out. Yeah. Oh, so, And then the child just... Can, got got out of the bag and did the scene as if nothing happened. Yeah. No, but this wasn't as bad as that because it was like a foam arm, so it didn't hurt, but she was so small that just the force of it like threw her backwards. Like she was fine. That poor girl. But it was the middle of the scene and I was, it was so rough. I'm like, sorry. It was awful. And then I had to finish the play while having a panic attack because Leo was just somewhere having a breakdown. I'm sorry. Bo Burnham vibes. Redacted. Cut this part. I cut it, but I mean, pretty much you said, go fuck yourself, Leah. Redacted. You can keep the podcast. <laughs> can, can I just... I put your can, name in so you know where to cut it. Can I just edit that so it's 
Redacted. Cut this. Three seconds of silence and then redacted. You keep this part in. No, cut it. And then you have a voiceover where you go, okay, so I cut it, but this is what she said. (laughs) (laughs) My embarrassing story isn't that bad. It's not as bad as both of yours. I was doing a class last year where we read Shakespeare and we read Romeo and Juliet because we were basic. And there's a part really early on in Romeo and Juliet while Romeo's being a brooding little edgelord boy. And it says that every day he goes out into the woods searching for himself. And then every night he returns back to his room, shuts all the windows, closes the blinds and pens himself. And my professor was like, Oh, I know this story. What do we think this means? And I, with like all of the confidence of my being was like, it's a joke about masturbation. And then cue like 10 seconds of silence. And it's on Zoom. So the silence just feels more palpable because there's just oh, nothing. No. And then I just hear my professor go, well, that is a possibility. But I don't <laughs> think that's what they were going for here. And I just oh, get a text no. from like people in my class being like, dude, that was rough. <laughs> they just have to, oh, I just have no. to sit with it. As he as he goes on to continue to explain what he actually meant. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, that's unfortunate. I don't like that. Is something I would. Do. <laughs> that is, yeah. Not masturbate. I mean, say that in class. <laughs> yeah, you don't masturbate. No. <laughs> anyway, do you need a recap of this episode? One hundred. So, Sarah. He needs a full cap. A peek behind the curtain. I have not watched this episode. I have no idea what's (laughs) going on. I've been told that I'm going to remember it. But other than that, nothing. So I'd love a recap. Okay. So this is the episode where Betty, Jug, FP, and Alice hide the body of the guy that Alice killed. Right. They do it in like the sewer, yeah? Yeah. So you do remember this one. Um, The whole, most of the episode centers around them trying to hide the body. So Betty helps Alice hide the body, and then Betty freaks out and tells Jughead about it. Jughead tells FP, and then all together they decide to hide the body. Yeah. Then we have a subplot line about Hal having an affair with Penelope Blossom, and Cheryl thinks that Betty's upset about it and tells Betty about it. And we also have a plot line of Hal um, knowing something's wrong in the house because it smells like bleach and like rugs are missing, and he blames Chick for it. And then we have a plot line where Archie finds out the FBI agent was working for Hermione Lodge. Oh, he was working for Hermione. Yes. I mean, I don't um, remember that. She I, thought, I always did. thought it was I mean, Hiram. It was, Hiram knew about it, but Hermione yeah. meets Archie in a yeah. field and like tells him about got it. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. And that's pretty much the episode. For some reason, I thought there was going to be a crop circle. Do you? But most of the episode um, with Archie is the FBI agent threatening Archie. And then at the end of the episode, you find out that the FBI agent was hired by the lodges. Also, the mayor resigned. <laughs> so much happens. I forget. Worry, hey, are we starting to get into the mayoral race? Is that our next episodes? Are we going to have to deal with the mayoral race soon? We don't have to deal with it if we just don't talk about it. So I have every scene written down. So I'll tell you what happens in each scene and then we'll talk about it. Hell yeah. I didn't watch the first scene is Betty and her mom talk. Alice is cleaning the blood up from the guy, and Betty really wants to help. And that's the first scene. So Betty and her mom clean up the blood around the house. And then 
Betty yeah. wants to call the cops, but she doesn't. And she's like, let me help. And she's a fucking dumbass. And then Hal calls and's like, can I come over? I need some shit. And Betty's like, oh, yeah, of course. No worries here. Yeah. Everything's normal and brilliant. Fine. And Alice's like, what the fuck did you just do? Yeah, why would Betty not just be like, not right now? Um. Also, Betty asks Alice if it was self-defense. And Alice is very cagey about it. It was not self-defense. No. Alice is the real Alice serial just killer. went crazy. No, she's the real serial killer, honestly. She only kills one person. Alice has the MAOA serial killer gene. There's Dark Alice. We haven't seen her yet, but we will. No, she's. we've seen her every episode. We haven't seen regular Alice. Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea that Chick was just hanging out with someone and Alice bashed his skull open. Yeah, also, Chick does not help clean he's up anything. He's just sitting in a fucking corner, yeah. staring into nothing. Like, I get he's in shock, but Chick, you use this piece of Chick shit. Chick does not say a word this whole episode. Like, fucking piece of shit, Chick man. genuinely, the entire episode, sits and, like, just stares. And that's the whole thing. Well, I know, I know next episode, he says that he does it because it would put their fingerprints all over the body. And, yeah. Like, so he's not tied to the actual murder, but they are. Also, I have a, would you help your mom if you walked into your home uh-huh. no. and there was a dead body and you think she killed him in self-defense, uh-huh. would you help her? I would call the cops. I think I would help my mom. Oh, <laughs> I'd help your cops. mom. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> because my mom, like, if she did it, if my mom had killed someone, I'd be like, oh, they really did something then. Because my mom wouldn't do that. So I'd be like, okay, you know. I'll take one for the team. I would call the cops and have them sort it. There's no no parent you would help if there was a dead body. I would help by calling the cops okay. and making sure it's self like it looks like self defense. I think I would help my mother. I would whoa, wait, wait. You said you would make sure it would look like self defense. Don't worry. You wouldn't about you it. wouldn't hide anything. You would just tamper with the evidence. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Honestly, that's a valid thing. That's valid. Betty could have done that. Yeah. I like this position where you're assuming that it wasn't self-defense. It and literally wasn't. <laughs> you you have to pose it so it seems a bit like self-defense. Yeah, because it wasn't self-defense in the scene. So it wouldn't be self Like, my mom just snapped. They went after the cats. Someone, yeah. someone like hurt Finch and then they died. That would be me who killed them. Would you help me if somebody hurt Finch and I killed them? Oh, yeah. I would, probably. I would yeah. try to bring them back to life to kill them again. Okay, so we all agree if someone hurt Finch that we would cover up the crime scene. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I fully believe that my dad would not need help to dispose of with the body. I, think I don't he think could my mom it. would. My dad as a child had a run-in with the mob. Like, I think he's chill. Huh? I think he's fine. Okay, so we're just going to cut from me mentioning that my grandpa is in, was in the mob to this exact moment where we go yes. to the next scene. Great. Next so scene. Hal comes home um, and everyone's being really weird around him. And he's like, what the fuck? Why does it smell like bleach? And Alice is like, oh, I spilled tomato soup. And then he's like, must have been a lot of soup. I wish Hal would have... A lot of soup. A lot of soup. Good soup. I really wish Hal would have walked in on the dead body and just been like, hey, that's my thing. You're stealing my brand. 
Uh, he goes, I want to know he, what he would have done. He walks in. He sees the dead body. He's all proud. He's like, oh, my family. We're, <laughs> oh, no. We're all coming then, together. Then Jug calls and Betty blows him off. And it's really sad because remember, Betty and Jug just had sex for the first time. And then Betty comes home and sees the dead body. So at this point, Jug calls and he's like, oh, hi, Betty. How are you doing? And she's like, I can't really talk. And she hangs up and he looks so sad. I would lose my shit. It's so sad. I would lose my shit. Can I? Then the, her legit, and Alice put the body in the, the sewer. The synopsis says Jughead calls her from the trailer to say goodnight and that he loved her. And then yeah. instead of reciprocating that love, she abruptly hangs up with the phone on him. Yeah. That's mean. And then she leaves with Alice to go put the body in the sewer. That's so sad. <laughs> It's really rough. Oh. I would be freaking out. Then we have FP talks to Jughead about the statue head and then realizes that Jughead has taken it. He th- um, FP says he thinks they should give the statue head to Mayor McCoy as a threat, but Jughead already sent it to the lodges as a threat. You know what I appreciate? What? I appreciate that there was no option for it not to be used as a threat. It was just... <laughs> <laughs> Son... Let's have a discussion on who we're going to threaten with this head. That's what she said. <laughs> then we <laughs> then we have the Lodge family talk about how the statue head means they're going to war. And then, <laughs> can you read this for me? Veronica says this. Why do you... Because I can't pronounce half of the words in the sentence. All right. What does that word say? Detente. If I could broker a detente between the Contras and the Sandinistas, you should be able to de-escalate relations with a biker gang. She was part of Model UN and... No, just that sentence. I'm so sorry. She compares Model UN... If I could broker a... Detente? Detente between the Contras... And the Sandinistas, you should be able to de-escalate relations with the biker gang. She's basing that on Model UN. She did in this is a middle school. In a show. This bitch went to Model UN in middle school and was like, I know politics. Yeah. I know gang violence. I can fix this. Anyone that brings up Model UN should be killed. <laughs> we didn't like we didn't even have the option to go to Model no. UN and Did we have Model UN? We did? Who the fuck was in that? Uh Nana. That's the best way I can think. Oh, of course. Shut the fuck up. I know I know who you're talking about. Then we have Betty and Alice cleaning fingerprints off everything. Betty cleans apples. Yeah. She obsessively like in glee polishes <laughs> apples thought. because he could have touched the apples and like ma'am Well how the scene goes is Betty asks her mom, did he touch the apples? And Alice says, No, and then Betty cleans all the apples. That's the scene. <laughs> well, I shouldn't judge. I have contamination anxiety. I sprayed this. Would you on would the floor. you clean the apples? No. I would. <laughs> Just throw them away. They're apples. I would just eat everywhere. Don't don't eat those. I'd rather eat bleach than blood. Um, don't, nobody has to eat them. There's there's a there's a solution. Whoa 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 whoa, whoa 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 whoa. I'd rather eat bleach than blood. Than some random guy's blood. Yes. I think that. I mean, oh no, I forgot. Take. I have severe I have severe contamination anxiety about chemicals too. Fuck. 
<laughs> I think die. I think eating bleach sounds like the worst thing you can do. Anyway, Alrighty. then we have Betty goes to sleep and wakes up, and that is a whole thing. Like it takes three minutes for that, and then she goes to breakfast, and Alice has made chocolate chip pancakes, and Betty says, "I don't like chocolate chip pancakes," and I. How? How? Who doesn't fucking like chocolate chip pancakes? I've never had them, but I'm sure I would like they're them. Gr- they're just a neutral food. Everyone's like, that's fine. I'm sure I would like them. I've just never had them. Um, I don't have any strong opinions about chocolate chip pancakes. I like, if someone offered me chocolate chip pancakes, I wouldn't be upset. Exactly. Like, nobody hates chocolate chip pancakes. Yeah. And then she gets cereal. And she puts it in like a flat bowl. It's like a pasta bowl, but it's way too flat for cereal. And then she drops it and it breaks She's on the ground. She's insane. Also, post accessory Who, to murder who's pancakes. She? Who's she? Ballas or Betty? She's nuts. She pulls cereal into a flat fucking pasta bowl. I. And then there's a knock insanity. on the door and she drops the bowl, but it's actually just Jughead. Okay, there's a lot there. Like actually a lot. First off, there's a lot of next to normal vibes about being mentally unstable and so cooking an unbelievable amount of breakfast to cope. Um, so that goes with the musical episode that's going to come out soon. Um, hey, don't look at me like that. Don't call me out like this. Uh-huh. I don't do that. You're mentally you're unstable. Haha. Uh-huh. Therapy. Um <laughs> I have li- I have no opinions about putting Lord. cereal in a shallow bowl. I think that's a weird hill to die on, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I also think it's a weird hill to die on. But it is my hill to die on. Okay, calm I've, down. I've staken a claim to this hill. This, so thank you for trying. I'm actually angry about it, though. There, you'll get over it. <laughs> you know, I don't... Stop invalidating my feelings. No. I'll invalidate your feelings. US bitch. <laughs> How often have you heard a noise and then immediately broken something? <laughs> I'm not, I don't know. I've not counted. I haven't kept. I haven't kept track. She went. She gets like freaked out or something. She just lose. Like she just falls and like breaks. Things. No, I jump. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> I'm all so, control of her limbs. No, today I walked over and I like went into her ear because I just thought it would be funny and I, she like collapsed like she was boneless like she just went completely off course and like couldn't walk in a straight line and then she just collapsed to be fair your sense of equilibrium does depend on your ears but I literally went when she just went and just like melted it was so weird I, why are you trying to justify that <laughs> yeah a little bit of your balance is from your ears not that much. <laughs> but I genuinely, I am the perfect example of the word jumpy. Like yeah, whenever she, I get she scared, would I, no, I jump. Yeah, I know. She jumps and like, she just goes like that. Like genuinely, one time my flatmate accidentally scared me last year. He was walking behind me into the kitchen. He said, hi. I just fucking jumped like yeah. a meter into the air. Like, And he was like, what the fuck was that? And I was like, sorry. I genuinely, I, like I yelp. I'm like, eee! The it's worst insane. the worst thing I've done in being jumpy is I was staying with an ex-girlfriend um, at their place and I was getting ready for bed and they being the lovely super romantic human being that they are were coming in to give me a hug right before bed. I didn't know they were doing that. So I felt like them start to do a hug and I freaked out and fully elbowed them in the face. Oh no, that's 
unfortunate. That's so unfortunate. That's my version of that story. The next scene is Jug shows up and he walks with Betty and Jug is like, Hi, Betty, are you okay? Because um, you were really, like, curt on the phone, and I wanted to make sure you were okay, and I didn't force you to have sex yesterday, and that, like, it was good for you, and you enjoyed it. Like, that is the conversation that Jug has. This poor man. And then Betty is a very attentive girlfriend, I assume. No, Betty is like, oh, no, it was great. Aww. I'm just having problems at home. And Jug's Aww. like, oh, okay. And it's our, it's a sweet scene. That does sound like a sweet scene. I'm good with that. I'm proud. Oh, my God. Betty has a cute umbrella. Yeah. That's the take. It's a good scene. Then we have Veronica and Archie walk together, and Veronica is worried that her father... Wait, that's not happening yet. Never mind. They have a walk. That's the scene. <laughs> What's the next scene? Um, Isn't that the one at school? Isn't that the yeah. thing that you do? What? what? Well, I can <laughs> remember. Her, if her I was asking skipping. us what the next <laughs> scene is when, she, when she's the only one that has the timeline. You have the timeline. I wasn't sure if I was skipping something because I didn't remember um, what Veronica and Archie talk about. Hmm. So I was a bit confused about what was going on. But the next scene is Jug and Veronica talk together. Huh? Uh, yeah, because, oh, I forgot. Okay. Hiram and <gasps> is trying to, like, kick everyone out of their homes at the trailer park. So Veronica talks to Jug and organizes a meeting between FP and Hiram. And then Kevin walks in and goes, hey, guys, want to hear about a gruesome murder? And Betty gets freaked out. And he's like, yeah. Someone named Papa Poutine got fucking shot in the head and his brains are everywhere. He literally says that. Oh, no. And then Betty has a pan. And break. Now back to the show. I hope you all enjoyed that ad break. (laughs) Oh, that was a really good ad break for you. Well, we did technical difficulties. By the way, I have a question. Uh, Yeah. What's your cult for us today? Okay, so. We know how the devil has some like goats or have like a devil connotation or link to the devil. Yeah. So, and the devil is often depicted as having horns. Yeah. My concept, uh-huh. a cult centered around the devil. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have goat horns. No. He has goats as horns. He has like little goats on his head and those are his horns question do those goats have goat horns or do they have smaller goats as their horns it's goats infinity (laughs) okay the cult is called goatism okay and what are you doing are you googling goat i'm looking up if goatism is the thing yeah that's the thing no it's on urban dictionary (laughs) oh no anyway so I'm gonna call it something else. It's goatismanism. Goatismanism. Sounds like a disease. Like you have goatismanism. Were well, you a goatismanist? Anyway, so the whole cult is centered around this um, goat demon devil, uh-huh. and they just goats are holy, but also haunted. It's holy haunted. Everything is like sort of this dichotomy between being holy and good and bad and haunted. Ooh. and evil like the duality of man yes like except the... the duality of goats okay and they love goat foods so like goat cheese one time i actually had caramel made from goat's milk it was awful it tastes <laughs> like goats like imagine goat cheese with caramel and it tasted like that something about 
occult pitch just taking the largest tangent you've ever seen <laughs> into talking about goat caramel. No, Did they it... eat goat caramel, actually. It's the holy food. Um, but you hate it. Yeah, I'm not part of the cult. Oh, you want to join your own cult? Well, I, I I'm going to be honest. Cult. You're not doing Believe a great job at pitching to. this one. No, I would not join this one. Not yet. Everyone who joins gets a little baby goat as a present. And no one's allowed to kill them. No one's allowed to harm goats. And anyway, so it's just goatismanism. Everyone gets a goat. You get a goat. You get a goat. Everyone gets a goat. And you eat goat flavored foods. Okay. But no goat meats. And you pray to the goat devil with infinite goat horns. I would not join this one. What about you? I have some questions. Yes. You say there there's the dichotomy between things that are good and things that are evil. And like there's a but I don't know how eating goat caramel can fit like I don't know how that can be an evil thing. I mean, yeah, the evil part about goat caramel is that it just tastes like shit. No, it just tastes like shit. That's the evil part about it. Goat caramel is awful. It tastes like fucking goat cheese as a caramel. Like it's awful. Why? I'm sorry. I didn't like goat cheese when I had it last. That's fine. Great. Is what is feta? Sheep. So that's sheep cheese. Yes. Okay. Sheep cheese sounds so funny. It sounds so stupid. How is English a real language? Sheep cheese. It sounds so weird. What's it? that in German? Schafskäse. Oh, so worse. <laughs> Schafskäse. Yeah, it's chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. <laughs> yeah anyway the next scene is archie well the fbi pays archie for the information that he's given and says that he needs to find out if hiram killed pappy poutine and then so archie goes to hiram to talk about whether hiram did it and hiram says he did not I... Hiram's like poutine had a lot of enemies yeah and hiram um archie says okay i'm only asking because veronica's really upset about it so you should talk to her okay now if i'm part of the fbi well, I just, Archie never asks for money, right? No. Like, they never say he's good, they're going to pay him. Dude could have just left. No, the reason that um, that happens is because the lodges are trying to find any way to make Archie snitch. So they're like, okay, we're going to pay you. And then we threaten your dad. And then we do this. Like, that is, that's why they give him money. She's testing him. I, look, would you snitch for the FBI <laughs> No, <laughs> no, no. I also want to say that the FBI guy is wearing a fedora. He is wearing a fedora. He looks real bad. He looks great. And a long we, coat. I think he look would look better in like a bowler hat, you know? Yeah, I agree. Then we have Betty goes back to the crime scene and finds the phone on the dead guy. Once again, I've written down Betty, you fucking dumbass in my notes the second time. Hey, and then she that? goes home and looks at the phone because she's stupid yeah also we see that this this man we saw how bloody the scene was right this man has not every a single sing, every single one of on us his... saw how bloody the scene was <laughs> it was like a like pools of it like so much blood and there is not a single spot of blood on his fucking there's white. like one tiny little thing like drop of blood and that's it he's wearing a white tank top it is spotless it's ridiculous but Betty goes home and checks his phone and sees that he has people who have been texting him. 
And then we have Hiram speaking to Veronica. And- to oh, does she okay. text them of back? Course- is this the- yeah, she does. And Alice made French toast. Of course, she would make French toast. Yeah, she- I do want to say that when Betty gets home, um, Chick and Alice are playing Clue, and I think that's oh, funny. Yeah, I forgot. How do you Sorry, play two-person Clue? I don't know. You Isn't don't, that- but I think it's. I feel like you need more people for Clue. You do, but I think it's, it's funny for... that they just killed someone and now they're playing Clue. No, it's for, it's regular Alice, dark Alice, regular chick, dark chick. <laughs> then we have Betty confronting Alice and Chick where she tells her mom she found his phone and that he was a drug dealer. And then she's like, drug dealers have families that miss them still. And Alice is like, I don't give a shit. And that's the scene. And she's like, I turned the GPS off. You can't track the phone anymore, which is not how that works. Nope. I hear there's an Hello. FBI agent in town. I don't know if he'd be able to help out with this. Then Archie talks to the agent again while playing fetch with his dog. Like Archie brings his dog to the park to meet the FBI agent. And he's like, oh yeah, he has 86,000 in gambling. Like Papa Poutine had 86,000 um, in gambling debt, which is the exact number Fred had in medical bills. Later we find out Archie made that number up, which means this is the only number he knows. He just thought of it on the spot because that's how much they paid the, his dad. I'm gonna be no, honest, he only knows 86,000. He knows I'm, one, he I'm knows one, honest, two, 86,000. If you, if you are a child and your parent gets loaded with $86,000 of medical debt, I think that probably weighs on you so that a high number like 86,000 would be the thing you'd come up with and like when I you're agree. trying to come up no with I lie. always have I ha- that's a fun fact I have a specific number when I like exaggerate something or make up a number I always say 789 something so I have 789,000 yeah I know you do because sometimes it's just wildly too high for the thing that you're talking about no but I that's my way of saying 789 like, poops today like... <laughs> there was so many then cheryl confronts her mother about how and says that betty was sick at school and she thinks it's because she's worried about her family so she thinks it's really unfair that her mom is sleeping with how is this the origin of cheryl being an archer yeah is this the first time we see her fire a bow yeah i think so this is pivotal this is all her character is for the entirety of season three this is huge Whoa, wait. Penelope and Hal are just into each other? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so Hal is just fully cheating. Well, I guess he was cheating on Alice, but like... No, Hal is not a client. She thinks that her and Hal are genuinely in a relationship. There's a lot there. Wait, wait. Aren't they related? Yes. Oh, no. Yeah. They're related more... Then no, because I think that he's related to her husband and she is an in-law. One moment while I turned on this microphone to scream. Wasn't the entire plot of last season that Hal hated Polly for being with Jason because Jason was a blossom? Yes. Wasn't that I think his whole deal was that yes. he hated associating with the Blossoms. No, but I believe that he thinks it's different because she's not a Blossom anymore because her husband is dead. She doesn't have Blossom blood. She's an, an, She was married into the family. I'm going to lose it. I, 
I think that might be the flimsiest characterization I've seen. That's so dumb. Yeah. Doesn't he tell Penelope to go to hell to her face? I think so. Yeah. Romantic. Fun little banter. Then the next scene is Betty goes to Pops and calls people on the phone. Yeah. And like talks. It also looks like she chats with Jug. Oh, yeah. That's outside of her house. So she calls the people on the phone. And she's at, first of all, she's asking people like, hey, I found this phone in a parking lot. And they're like hanging up on her and shit. Um, She's really upset with her mom. And she just hates being in her house. And she sits outside and she calls Jug, who is eating cold Chinese food. (laughs) And Jug comes over and then Betty confesses everything to him. Honesty. By confesses everything, do you mean the about the murder about yes or about the, the ev- about the everything no about no, just the murder because betty has a lot of confessing to do yeah but she starts with murder and then jug see well somebody who's a street cleaner says that the murdered guy's car has been sitting there a while and jug takes the fall for it and says it's his car good boy and then they have to move the car and they but fucking... that doesn't happen yet so no the next scene is fred talks to archie about the FBI guy. So the FBI guy talks to Fred and he pretends like he doesn't know Archie. And then Fred tells Archie about what the FBI guy said. The FBI guy said that the FBI was there to crack down on people from Canada who are illegal <laughs> immigrants. Or like illegal, like working illegally. Yes. And then Archie's like, well, did you hire people? And Fred was like, yeah, I let some Canadians work for me under the table. And Archie's like, God damn it, damn. <laughs> that's that has been an actual problem though in like american and canadian history i know it's happened up in maine where where they had this whole kerfuffle where canadians and americans were just work at each other's places and the both of the governments were like what the guys (laughs) i just think it's funny that the fbi would be involved in canadians working for fred's construction company (laughs) the fbi has nothing to do no apparently then we have um cheryl confronts hal and gets really mad at him for cheating on his wife cheryl gets pissed at hal for cheating on his wife yes yes um cheryl put a pig's heart in someone's locker okay cheryl saw betty throwing up and cheryl thinks that it's because hal is cheating so she feels really bad about it cheryl's being a good person in this episode she's trying to help betty she just is wrong about why betty's upset Ma'am, you made someone think that their janitor was like a a creepy pervert just so you could get close to them. Even though he wasn't a creepy pervert, he was just a deeply traumatized person. I don't think you get to give relationship advice. No, she's trying to be sweet because Betty's really like upset, which is why she's trying to help, which is nice of her. Then Veronica meets with the mayor and tells the mayor that her parents are going to tell the news that she sleeps with Sheriff Keller and that she should get ahead of the narrative. And so then the mayor steps down. Is Mayor Mayor McCoy is married? I think they're married, but he's like... No, they are married. Yes. He's a musician or something. But the reason... It's not because she's cheating. The reason it's bad is because she's the mayor and she's sleeping with the sheriff. That is the problem. Is that bad? Yes. Are you not supposed to do that as the mayor? No. So she steps down before they can leak it to the press. Then 
Jog and Betty pushed the car into the lake. You wanted to talk about that. Oh, yeah. It's just stupid. They, they're just like, hey, what do we do with this car? Let's sink it. It's honestly, I wrote down, honestly, if I pushed a car into a lake with someone, I'd bone right there. Okay, got it. <laughs> Note it. I know that this scene is a reference to a horror movie. Yes. And I know that the license plate of this car is also a reference to that movie. They talk about it in the scene, like Jug mentions it in the scene. Cool. So like, I have to give them that. Like, it's not, they're doing a reference, like homage type deal. Yeah, it's a fine scene. They just push the car into the lake. We have Cheryl tells Betty about the affair between Hal and um, her mother. She says she's been tossing and turning in her canopy sleigh bed. I, sure. I, I, I get that Cheryl doesn't know that Betty's killed a guy. But this is small potatoes. Yes. I, if I was Betty, I would immediately get pissed at my father for being a hypocrite. Stand by your morals. Either accept the blossoms or don't. None of this, none of this pussyfooting around. In like three days, Betty has lost her virginity, um, <laughs> killed someone, helped cover up a murder, and then find out her dad is cheating. Eventful. Then we have, after she finds out about the affair, Betty comes home to the house screaming at Chick, and Betty says, um, shut the fuck up, I know about your affair. And that's, yeah. She doesn't say shut the fuck up, unfortunately. Would be iconic, though. So she gets him to stop yelling at Chick and she gets him to leave? I think that Hal is justifiably upset. Personally. I mean, he just start. he's just screaming. When Betty walks in, he's just screaming at Chick and Chick is standing in the corner like Chick having a panic it. attack. <laughs> I mean, Chick, yeah. Chick was Chick saw an underage girl and was like, you want to do porn? I don't <laughs> yeah. have a lot of... Hi, sister. Want to do porn? Hello, my sister. I can show you and teach you about porn. That's what you said when you started living with me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Then Archie tells Hiram that an FBI agent has been trying to get him to say information. Archie spills the beans. Look, I don't know if every scene about with Archie in this episode is the exact same. But I couldn't tell you the difference between (laughs) any of the No, the difference between this is he tells Hiram about the FBI agent for the first time. That's it. Then we have Betty tells Alice they need help from someone else to cover up the murder. And so they go to FP and he helps cover it up. Poor yeah. FP. My man. He's just. You didn't have to bring best. an F- FP is so nice. He ran drugs for his son. He's helped cover up a murder he didn't commit. The reason FP says he helps is because he doesn't want anyone else to go through what he had to go through when he covered up Jason's murder. And since he's already covered one before, he might as well do it again. And he's really sad about it. It's fucked. It's really sad. Like he says, I don't want Jughead to suffer the way I suffered. So I'll just do it. That's And he is better at covering up a murder than Allison. It's really sad. He is doing a good job though. He got NAOH. But Jughead like really ruined this guy's life. Oh yeah. But hey, Jughead ruined this guy's life. Jug, well, Jug tells him about the murder, and so then FPS to cover it up. Oh, but he uses NAOH, which is so it sucks. Great. And then he's also only in the gang because Jughead, it's like it sucks really bad. And FP's so nice about it; he's not even mad at anyone. He's just like, okay, I will help. I'm he, sorry, it sucks. 
But hey, good job. Shout out to FP for getting NAOH. I feel like you're hitting down quite a lot on this NAOH thing. I like NAOH. It's I, a good. Look, it's my favorite way to cover up a murder. All right? I know no, that for it's certain. It's a good lie. Then Andre a good picks lie. up Archie and says that he's. Lie, L Y E. What? What is a bad lie? Why do you have like classifications on how good lie is? Well, I don't like potassium hydroxide as much. What the f- kind of opinion is this? Listen, this is the most nerd better- you've ever said. No, sodium hydroxide is better than <laughs> potassium hydroxide. Change my mind. NaOH sounds better than KOH. Co? 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 No. No. It sounds no. I don't think you, as a German, get to decide what sounds better than other things. Why? Because your language is awful. <laughs> Sheep cheese. That's fun to say. Get get it right. Sheep cheese. Sheep cheese. Sounds like shit. It doesn't. It does sound. It sounds like shit. Like the word shit. No, it sounds like shit. Sheep cheese. Sounds- say it in German. Schafskäse. Schafskäse. No. Mamma mia, that's the Schaffse Kiesa. Ziegen Kiesa, guys, cheese. Ziegen Kiesa. I think that worked. I actually like that better than goat. Hell yeah, thanks, love. I that can... just feels more like a sound a goat would make, so I vibe with it. Ziegen. Yeah. I like the one-syllable nature of goat. I think it fits goats. I think goats are a very monosyllabic creature. Anyway, next scene is um so andre picks up archie and is like we're going on a trip baby in our favorite good. rocket ship zooming through this guy little line sides what now climb then on board FP. get ready to explore <laughs> there's so much to find little line sides mm. fine then we have fp comes to pops um alice jug and betty are sitting at a table fp comes in and he tells them he covered it up. And then Alice apologizes for dragging everyone into it. And he holds her hand and is like, it's okay. I took care of you. Sweetest boy. Sweetest He's man. He's a good man. I feel so He's bad He's trying for him. his best. He's also whipped for Alice, which is a problem. A scene where Chick just cuts Hal out of family photos. And that's the scene. Anyway, the next scene is Archie meets Hermione in a field. <laughs> and she's like, we sent the FBI agent. You passed our test, oh. and that's it. Oh my god, this is the scene where the driver takes him out to the field, and then Hermione's just there. Yeah. Like, yep. she was just standing at the field. Yeah. Like, she just stood, like, Andres drove her there, dropped her off, and was like, one moment, I'm gonna go get Archie. Yeah. And then drove back from the countryside to Riverdale so that they could have a meeting in a field. What is- more interesting if he was like get in the car and he got in there and Hermione was sitting there and she was like we're going somewhere well yeah that's the classic yeah and it's good it is good and they were like no we gotta make it I would have liked that because I also would have been like oh it's Hermione like I would have been like something's like that would be interesting having Archie get into a car and just see Hermione is sex it would be sexy I love it because you'd expect any other character I know. And I, I know that's what they were doing with the field. But it's but I not feel as like good. A field is less cool. It really is. A field has like a much more flowy, beautiful vibe to it. Yeah, that's than true. The mob yeah. has. But that's the whole episode. So it is. Do you think that Hiram killed Pappy? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Yeah, he definitely did. So everyone's so that everyone's just lying. Yeah. yeah. 
just checking. So what? how would you rate this episode, my friends? I'd rate it three berries out of cream. <laughs> Mine is getting negative two out of ten post-accessory to murder pancakes. Three out of ten miladies because of the fedora. Milady. I, oh, wow. Um, this is an interesting thing. So yesterday I was talking to someone and we were talking about the MILF extensions, you know, DILF, GILF. And we got. Wait, I'm sorry. I have a question. Oh, that's GILF is the best. Is anyway, I have grandparents? a. Yes. Oh, God. Um, I have a question, which is do you think people will still think Jean Melbourne is a MILF in sex education season three, even though she's pregnant now? I think especially because she's pregnant. Okay, sorry. Continue your thing. I think when you become pregnant, the amount of people that think you're a MILF has to increase. Oh, okay. Sorry, now... you continue what you were saying. I just was wondering about this. So, MILF extensions. This came as a joke of we were taking the BDSM test. and they, Sorry? There's... What test is that? Oh, honey. <laughs> oh, look. I'll show it She'll to you. She'll show it to you after. There's a question oh, that's like, do you okay. like big age it's gaps? Like the... The rice purity test. Yeah. It's a BDSM test. Okay. There's a question. It's like, do you like big age gaps in relationships? And I made the joke, oh, I only want, I'm not ace. I'm just only into (laughs) grandmas. Yeah. (laughs) And so that got us to gilfs. But then uh, my thought is, I don't know how you would differentiate between granddads or grandfathers and grandmas. Because they'd both be gilfs. Would you have to be like gdilf or gmilf? And if you do gamilf, that sounds like gamilf. <laughs> that's funny. So that was the whole process of getting from that's point a funny, a That's a funny way of thinking. Gamilf. I've been gorgy. <laughs> I've been confused. <laughs> I've been guess who's coming to dinner. Guess who's guess who's coming. Operation, guess who's coming guess to who's dinner. Guess who's coming. Guess who's, <laughs> thank you, Sarah, so much for listening. Uh, and Todd. Guess who's coming. <laughs>